Are we live? We're live. Are we live? All right, we're live. This is Brooklyn Paper Radio. That's the music of the Filthy Animals. Max Yeager, our former reporter slash deputy editor, put that together for us a long time ago. Listen, we got some sad news. Sad news coming out of Brooklyn Paper Radio. I'm blowing up right now. You heard that. Oh, Tim Joyce keeps texting me. It's okay. Uh, Gersh Kuntzman, my partner, my friend, no longer with the show. Say it ain't so. Gersh is gone. And, uh, you know, you probably read about in the papers. You've probably seen what's happened with him on his way to work one day, picked up by police. Uh, gambling debts, apparently. That's At least right. that's, that's, that's what's out there. I don't know. I don't know what's going on. But, uh, unfortunately, he had to leave the show. And I just want everyone to know that I love my partner. I love his family. And I wish him the best. You know, it's a very troubling time for Gersh. I'm in love with Gersh Kunzman. And we'll see uh, what happens with that. So right now we don't have a uh, we don't have two guests. We only I mean so we don't have two hosts. We only have me and our producer Jimmy. I like to go by Johnny or Johnny. Ideally, uh, he's gonna he's gonna help us out. But we listen. We got to get past it. We got to move forward because what what is life about, Johnny? The show must go on. We move forward. That's right. We just, we just keep going. And maybe Gersh will call in at some point on our phone number, 718-260-4502. Uh, yeah, he might call in at some point. Who knows? But not right now because we have to make a very important phone call. Because on the show today on Brooklyn Paper Radio, which, as you know, is brought to you by Dr. Joseph Lichter. The Dr. Joseph Lichter. And who's our other one? Village Care Max. Ah, Village Care Max, of course. Live the life you want to live. You gotta want to live that life, right? You want to keep living that life. You're just gonna keep doing it. So, we will uh, we'll see what happens uh, with all that stuff. But on our show today, based on a story written by one Lauren Gill, who joins me in the studio right now, Lauren. Hey. How you doing? I'm doing great. All right. So you broke this big story about a town, not in Brooklyn, in, in Middle America, in Iowa, in Iowa, not Ohio. Iowa. Iowa. Yes. Idaho, I believe it's pronounced. It could be. No. Is it round in the middle and uh, high, high in the middle and round on both ends? No, it's not. It's Iowa. Iowa. What is Iowa? Iowa, the place, the field of dreams is in Iowa. Corn Belt. That's it. Um, Jason Knickman, I believe it's how he pronounces it. He spells it Knickman, pronounces it Knickman. He's the mayor of this town where all the streets are named for. Lauren, tell us about it. Okay, so this town, Dunlap, in Iowa, uh, shares many of the same street names as those in Brooklyn Heights, including Pierre Pont Street, Court Street, Remsen Street, uh, what, what are the other ones? Uh, Drolliman. Drolliman Street. Uh, you said Pierpont. You said Ramson. I believe it's a Clinton Street. And Clinton Street and Montague Street. Oh, and Montague Street. Yes. I always thought it was pronounced Pierpont, by the way, but I guess I could see why you'd say Pierpont. I think you just said the same thing. Well, you got Pierre and Pierre. Pierre Pont? Pierre Pont. Okay, it's how like quickly a, you say it. You just got to yeah. say quickly. Pierre Pont. Then it's the same. Yeah. Pierre Pont. How would you pronounce it, Lauren? Pierre Pont. So you're saying Pierre Pont. But the you're, French way. Well, she's she's from down south where they're all French. Didn't know. Are you are you, south of, the, are you south of the Mason-Dixon line? No. Just a little north? Yes. A little north. Yes, uh, maybe like an hour. Hour drive, hour walk. Hour drive. There's a difference. You drive in Delaware. That's how you get around, right? Yeah. 
All right. Well, uphill in both directions. So now, how did you find out that all of these streets are named for the Brooklyn streets? How did this happen? Okay, so one of our readers, a Brooklyn Heights resident, actually emailed me pointing out the resemblance. And then I later found out that he found out from another Heights resident whose old college roommate who lives in California now, he was researching the roots of his parents, and his dad was actually born in Dunlap, Iowa. And he noticed the resemblance, so he pointed it out to the Brooklyn Heights resident who then posted about it. Uh, and then we did some research. And we, when we did that research, we found out, in fact, these streets were named for Brooklyn, correct? That is what historians think. That's, that's what they seem to think. That's what they think. They, um, we took a look at the Dunlap history book, uh -huh. which the residents were so kind to provide. Mm. Uh, and we found that uh, the first people who found the town were mostly from Connecticut and New York. There wasn't a concrete connection to Brooklyn, but uh, the historian thinks that probably uh, someone who moved out there was fond of Brooklyn or knew Brooklyn Heights and named the streets after those in Brooklyn Heights because Brooklyn Heights was well-established by the time Dunlap was established in about 1871. So it was the late 1870s. Brooklyn had already had its street names for, what, about 100 years at that point? Brooklyn yeah, Heights? yeah. So we're thinking that this definitely came about because of that. And why else would a street out in the middle of Iowa? Idaho. I have be named Montague Street, unless they're like fans of Shakespeare. Yeah, and they actually pronounce Montague Montag out in Iowa. Montag yeah. Street. And it's spelled M-O-N-T-A-G-U-E. Yes, it's the same spelling. Hmm. Interesting, Johnny. Fascinating. Well, really. we got to get down to the bottom of this. We got to figure it all out. So we're going to call the mayor, and not only the mayor, but the deputy sheriff, or the deputy, as they used to call it back in the uh, in the old Wild West movies, right? They called him a deputy. They didn't call him a deputy sheriff. They're just a deputy. Yeah. Right? He's a deputy. You get the boots with the spinners. Yeah. What are those spinners you know what I'm called? Talking about. I think. I don't know. All right. We're going to give him a call. His name is uh, Jason Knickman. We got to find out how long he's been mayor. Did he know about these streets? But he, he wants to talk to us all about it. I hear they're very excited over there in Iowa. Yes. Very excited to hear from him. Yeah. They got a seven, uh, 712 area code, not 718. Is that it? You got to hang that up. This is always very exciting. Whenever we make a phone call on Brick and Paper Radio. City Hall, Jason. Oh, is, is this the Honorable Jason Nickman? It is. How you doing? You're talking to Vince DiMasselli. I'm the editor-in-chief over at the Brooklyn Paper, where we wrote a great story today about your little town of Dunlap uh, having great. having all the street names. Now, did you guys have any idea that the streets in your town were named for Brooklyn? No, we had no idea. No no idea at all. So there was like no connection between you guys and Brooklyn, even though you had such weird street names. Yeah, no, we had no no idea, and once it was brought to our attention, I did some research and found there were some settlers moved here back in 1855, and they come from the Connecticut area. From Connecticut, but that is that is not necessarily near Brooklyn. No, no, no. But still, the streets were named for Brooklyn. Right. Now, did anyone ever wonder, like you're at a town hall meeting or something like that, people are talking about this, like, hey, wait a second, why do we live on Girolamin Street? Did that ever come up? No, it never had. No one had even thought to try to figure out why the streets were named nope, what they were named. No, not to my knowledge. Oh, this is really, really interesting. 
shocking, really. <laughs> it is shocking. It is. But it's interesting, very interesting that we have several just like you guys do. Okay, so let, just tell us a little bit about your town for our, for our listeners out there so they can know what the, what the differences are between Brooklyn and, uh, and Dunlap and maybe sure. what, the, what, the, uh, what, what things are the same. Our, our population is just under 1,100, our, I believe, our last uh, census. Mm-hmm. And uh, we have a uh, school here in town. Um, we have uh, several businesses. Uh, we have some uh, Dunlap Livestock Auctions. been here for many years. Oh, the Livestock uh, Auction. Dunlap Livestock Auction. Mm-hmm. Um, we have uh, Sullivan Supply, um, which uh, helps 4-H um, exhibitors out. They have uh, 4-H products for grooming um, yeah, I have stalls. no idea. What does 4-H mean? I have no idea. I'm in Brooklyn. I have no idea. It's, uh, it's where kids are in, uh, involved in uh, agricultural. They'll show animals, might show exhibits, um, gardening stuff, um, anywhere from uh, waterfowl clear to uh, sheep and pigs uh, and cattle. Mm-hmm. Um, they have goats, lambs. So uh, you're dealing with a lot of animals. I just want you to know, we have goats in Brooklyn. Do you know what we use them for? No, I don't. Well, we have this park. It's called Prospect Park, right? It's the biggest park in Brooklyn. Not the biggest park in Brooklyn. It's certainly the nicest park in Brooklyn. Mm -hmm. And, you know, weeds tend to grow out of control there. So Uh instead of hiring, you know, American workers to go and pick the weeds, we we hire goats. And they come and they just eat them. And actually, I think they just finished up. Is that correct, Lauren? I believe so. I'm here with Lauren Gill, by the way. That's the reporter that contacted you about the story. Yes, I talked to her yesterday. Yeah. Yeah. So, do you guys use goats to clean weeds around the town? They're not around the town, but I do know farmers do. Do they rent them out? Uh, not that I'm aware of, but I do know goats will eat about anything. <laughs> <laughs> so, there's a chance that the goats that are eating the weeds in Prospect Park could have came from Dunlop. Well, it's possible. I, I know get... people that haul, haul uh, goats and uh, sheep out to the East Coast there, so it's very possible. Oh, this is very interesting. Now, tell me a little about yourself. How long have you lived in Dunlop? I've lived in Dunlap most of my life. I just moved out for just a couple, two, three years, and then ended up moving back here. I was born and raised here, went to school here. So I've been here, I'm 43, going to be 43 years old at the end of November, so I've been here a long time. And was it your life's dream to become mayor of a city with streets named after Brooklyn Streets? No, not really. Um, never never really thought that I would. It just got an opportunity to come up, and I decided to uh, try to give back a little bit to the community. And how long have you, how long have you been, prosper. How, how long have you been mayor? Um, I'm in my second year. And how many, is it like a, how long is a term? Uh, four years. You got a four year term. And do you have term limits there? Will you be, will you be term limited out at some point? Um, oh, well, we don't have term limits, but, uh. So you could be mayor for life. So far, so good. I'll probably run again. All right. (laughs) So is that, is being mayor a full-time job? Because I also noticed that you are the deputy sheriff, but that's of Harrison County. Yes, I'm a deputy sheriff here in the county. Um, the The mayor is not a full time job; it's part time. Mm-hmm. Um, we have our own police department here that has a chief and uh, another officer, and then we usually have two or three part times that fill in for their vacations. Mm-hmm. Uh, I what? used to be a PD officer here prior to going to the county for the the deputy sheriff. What kind of crimes do you guys see out there? Pardon me. What kind of crimes do you guys see out there? What kind of Crimes, cars? yeah. Crimes. Or patrol cars. <laughs> no, she's asking what type. What's the uh, what type of crime happens in Dunlop? Oh, crime. I'm sorry. Yeah, no worries. Oh, we have burglaries. Uh, you know, we, our, our crime rate's somewhat down just because we do have a good police department. 
if you should say so. Presence is a lot. Nice. When when they see you out and about, especially at night, um, that does detour um, crime. Do you guys use the broken windows theory out there, like we do here in New York? Um, once in a while, we'll get some vandalism going on, but usually it's pretty quiet. Okay. And quiet. how long have you been the, the deputy uh, of the town as well? I'll be going on 11 years. All right, so you've been wow. doing this. You've been doing, you're in law enforcement. So I'm guessing as a, as a mayor, you're a, uh, you're a law and order guy. <laughs> well, yes, I am. All right. <laughs> now. Yes, I am. I've been in law enforcement for 17 years. Well, look at that. Is that what you went to school for? Um, no, I, I just took one criminal justice class and, uh, and then continued working in the labor world and then decided to uh, get into law enforcement. My what? dad was a state trooper for 28 and a half years. What's so the? It was always in my back of my, my mind. Well, there you go. So it wasn't being mayor, but you always wanted to be a cop. Right. Well, we have something in common. My dad was a police officer, 35 years, city of New York. Wow. Yeah, what do you think of that? And That's this is, awesome. This is 35 years from the 60s till 2000. How about that? Yeah, and he was a cop. One time, we're driving through Myrtle Beach, South Carolina. We get pulled over for speeding. The cop pulls us over. It's like the middle of the night. We were just trying to get to some hotel or something like that. Mm -hmm. The cop gets out. My father gets out of the car, and he's like, oh, by the way, you know, I'm an officer in New York City. And the guy, like, practically wanted his autograph. And <laughs> then they gave us, he gave us a, uh, he, he gave us an escort to the hotel. Oh, boy. You see that? Very kind. Yeah, that's awesome. <laughs> That's professional courtesy right there. There you go. you got to have that professional courtesy. That's right. Now, a story about um, Dunlop is not complete unless we talk about the, the famous uh, pork tenderloin sandwich oh. over there. Yeah, at, the Dairy uh, what's Sweet it? does have a good pork tenderloin. The Dairy Sweet. Now, how, how many pork tenderloins do you think you've eaten in your lifetime? Oh, my Lord. I, I, I couldn't even phase to tell you. I know they sell... I'm trying to think how many they sell a year. It's, it's. I, I, I hate to even say it. It's, it's amazing how much they sell a year. Well, how many have How many have you had in the past week? Um, probably two. Oh, so you had two. All right. And what what's it go for? How much? Um, I think a pork tenderloin drink and a fry. You know, get a basket. I think it's around nine dollars. Well, that's a deal. It's not bad. With the yeah. with the that's a soft drink. I'm taking it. Yep. Close to Brooklyn prices. That's yeah. That's not bad. If I get the LH Express, which would be the, which would be you know the, the kind of the sandwich that's pretty much the same over here uh, in Brooklyn Heights, mm -hmm. the LH Express alone has got to be about eight fifty, I think oh, just really? just by itself. And yeah. then I'm just gonna get a water with that because I can't drink the Coca Cola anymore because it's a Red Devil. It just goes right to the right. waste. I understand. But you guys out there probably do a lot more walking. I mean, probably do a lot more driving than we do walking. Would you Would you say is, is that your uh, basic mode of transportation? I would say, yeah. Yep. What type yeah, of car you got? Driving here. What type of car you got? Um, we have two pickups. Mm -hmm. um, and then we have uh, uh, a side by side too that we get around a little bit in town too. Is that just for the police department? Does the mayor get a car? No, the mayor does not get a car. Do you no. go Do you go to the gym that you used to work out in when you were growing up? Um. Uh, we have a fitness center that we can go work out in. Mm -hmm. um, that's one fine thing about Dunlap that we're fortunate to have. We have a fitness center, and it only costs you $25 a year. Wow. For membership. That's a steal. That's a steal. That's, but 
It I, is. And, I, and, but, uh, you know, you go to, I mean, you have other places around. We're just fortunate to what we have. Normally it's that much, maybe $30, $40 a month mm-hmm. around here. We're, we're just fortunate right here. Yeah, we have places that they do like $9, $10 a month. It's like a Crunch Fitness or something like that. I see. Yeah, you can do that. Really? Oh, yeah. And the Parks Department, believe it or not, here in New York City, the Parks Department does have certain gyms at certain locations that for like $35 or $45 a year, you can go to, the, you can go to that location and uh, and work out. The Parks Department has it. There used to be one by me on Staten Island. Are you familiar with Staten Island? I am. I've heard of it, but I've never been there. See, that's very interesting. You ever been to New York, Mayor? No. Oh, you got to come up, you know. We'll show I, you around. I want to do that sometime. I've been to Chicago, and uh, and New York would be another place I'd like to go. On, it's on the yeah, list. Sure it's it's on, different. It was different when we got to Chicago. It's on the bucket list. When did you go to Chicago? Um, in 2015, December 2015, we went out and watched... Uh, Washington Redskins play the Bears. Oh, in Soldier Field. Yes. Oh, that's got to be a good time. Yes, it was. What's we the... at uh, uh, Harry Carey's Steakhouse. I'm a big Cubs fan. I was over, at, over at Harry Carey's on Michigan Avenue. <laughs> yeah, I can do that. You see that little hat? It's pretty good. I got that Harry Carey just waiting. Any any moment it can come. Sounds like it. <laughs> uh you got to go through the pronunciation of the streets with me. Okay. Now, I'm going to spell it out, and you're going to say it, okay? Because I've heard that it's a little bit different, all right? All right. Well, this one's simple. C-L-I-N-T-O-N. Clinton. Clinton. That ding, ding. That's simple enough. I'm going to get the bell out. Yeah, ring the bell. All right? M-O-N-T-A-G-U-E. Montag. All right. No, that's not a that's not a ding. Oh, we're gonna get a ding a for that. Okay. See, Harrenburg, that's Montague. That's what I've been told. Yeah, and that's like from from Shakespeare. That's like from from Romeo and Juliet, right? Uh huh. Okay, so we're just throwing. Okay. J e r o l e m o n. Jerolman. 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 Mm. We say Jerolman. Jerolman. Okay. All right. Now we know Eagle Street. Just so you know, we're guessing Eagle Street is named for Brooklyn's once great newspaper, now basically a rag, uh, the Brooklyn Daily Eagle. But uh, So we'll get past that. We all pronounce Eagle the same way. Court is court. How about R-E-M-S-E-N? Remsen. Remsen. Well, that's a ding. And last Give but not least, P-I-E-R-P-O-N-T. Pierpont. That's how I say That's it. That's how I say it, too. No, you guys say Pierre Pont. That would be... I say Pierre Pont. Apparently, when people from Delaware say Pierre Pont, we say Pierre Pont. Or Pierre Pont. Pierre Pont. I just say it quickly. Thanks for Pierre playing, Pont. though. You got it. No, that was that was a lot of fun. <laughs> now, have you gone and like looked at a map to see uh, to, to see if that we're not lying to you? Did you oh, trust no. but verify? No. no, I have no reason to think you're lying. Oh, you shouldn't even look at a map? No, I did not look at it yet. I told Lauren I'm going to do that. You really got to do got it. That done yet. And when you do come to New York, you got to come to Brooklyn. But we'll get back to that in a second. There's one other person I have to talk about in your town, and that is uh, your famous bartender who worked until the age of what, Lauren? You want to you bring, bring this one in? 103 at the Steakhouse. Oh, Ring oh. any bells? Yes. Apparently yeah. he was the world's... Oldest That's bartender, Rainer. yeah. Steve. His name is Steve. No, he's asking Steve. No, oh. no, I'm going to ask Steve. I got, oh. I want something I want to talk about with Ray Nareth. Um, yeah, he's he's a legend of Dunlap. Um, he was a big golfer, 
And Steve, how many? I'm talking to the chief of police right now. Steve, <laughs> how, how many hole in ones did uh, Ray have up at the golf course? Three, four, five or six. He had five or six hole in ones at the golf course throughout his lifetime. Wow. wow. On a par three? On par threes. Yep, they were all par threes. Yep. Well, yeah, that, that kind of. Yeah, I guess the standard. Yeah, yeah. More than I thought. <laughs> <laughs> Lauren has uh, not had any hole in ones. No, he's ones. a legend. Uh, they had a birthday. F- party for him one time and they had a bunch of shirts made for everybody that attended and it said uh dundee at ray's hundy nice. nice there you go yeah uh, he's, he's he's an icon of dunlap that's for sure uh, what kind of drink what was his best drink that he served up i don't know what his specialty was mm. but you, you said the steakhouse is quite good right Oh, yes. It's a gold slipper. Yes, it's very good. So now what goes on at a steakhouse out there? You guys have prime meat like basically all around you. Like right? It's just walking around, right? Yeah, we now, have, yeah, they have prime rib. They have ribeyes, sirloins. Here in New York, they're always aging this stuff. Like They're like aging it for days and months. You walk into a place called like Peter Luger's, mm-hmm. world-famous steakhouse in Brooklyn. You walk in. They got stuff in refrigerators. You're looking at it. They got, they got it all salted and all this other stuff. You guys, I mean, isn't it all about being fresh? Um, I think there's art out there, but I do know that I've been told that you age them like what you're talking about. They they do have a better flavor is what I'm told. Oh, interesting. So you got to age it. So we're doing it right. I, I, I think you could be. Yeah, we got it right from the horses or maybe the cow's mouth, I should say. <laughs> right. Johnny, you got anything else? Uh, just come to Brooklyn and, uh, we'll, you know, you'll feel right at home. You know, you'll recognize the streets. <laughs> well... That might be on our next vacation list. The wife and uh, kids and I will probably just come out there. Yeah, if you come to if you come to New York, we're just a hop, skip, and a jump. You can walk over the Brooklyn Bridge, which will take you right down to Pierpont Street, or maybe nowhere near it. I don't know. I haven't checked the map. I'm, I'm just a tad bit heavy. You don't want me hopping anywhere. <laughs> <laughs> That's all those steaks and, and uh, pork tenderloin sandwiches. That's right. And driving around. You come to Brooklyn, right. you walk everywhere, you tend to lose a few pounds. That is true. It's not a bad thing. Jason, I want to thank you for coming on Brooklyn Paper Radio. You can listen to the show online. We'll have it up short. I mean, it's online now, live, but we'll have a, a rerun of the show that you can listen to at any time. I want to thank Jason. Is it Nickman or Knickman? Knickman. Knickman. It's Knickman. Now, let me ask you a question. In basketball, what's your favorite team? Uh, college would be uh, uh, North Carolina Tar Heels and then the Iowa Hawkeyes, of course. And pro? Uh uh, Los Angeles Lakers. All right, so you do not root for the New York Knicks? Uh, no, I suppose I should have said that, shouldn't I? <laughs> <laughs> Listen, it was a pleasure having you on. One in Brooklyn, look us up, give us a call. We'll give you copies of the paper. Okay, sounds good. I appreciate it. Thank you, Lauren. Yes, thanks, Mayor. You guys have a good day. You too. Right, Bye-bye. Bye-bye. That was his honor, Jason Knickman, the mayor of uh, Dunlap, Iowa. He was our first guest in our post-Gersh uh, Brooklyn Paper Radio Show. No silent K's in Iowa. No, they just they like to throw it out there. Yeah. Knickman. All right, can we do a commercial job? Yeah, we'll do some right. commercials. Thanks, guys. You're Thank you. Line. Gotta get back to writing the news. Oh, jeez. What, what, can you just stick around for five minutes? You want to give us five more minutes? Yeah, gotta give us five more minutes while we do a commercial. I'll do this one. You do the other one. All right, I gotta find the other one. Oh, but I know it. I know it off the top of my head. You should. You know? I think it's right At this here. point, I do. Lauren, when was the last time you saw a quality dentist who was truly affordable? Maybe more than a year ago. It's been a long time, yeah. right? That's why you got to get over to Dr. Joseph Lichter. Because Dr. Lichter's state-of-the-art dentistry is offered at extremely reasonable prices so that almost anyone, even Lauren Kill, 
can uh, get the smile that she deserves. You know about Invisalign? Uh, I've heard of it. You've heard of it. It's the braces that go kind of behind your teeth. You can't see them. They're virtually invisible alternative to metal braces. Usually cost $5,000 or more. Dr. Lichter, you'll save more than $1,000. You know about porcelain veneers? Of course you do. They can go for $1,000 or more. Dr. Lichter, you're paying only $675. Call Dr. Lichter's office today. He's at 718-339-7878 to set up an appointment That'll make you smile. That's 718-339-7878. Dr. Lichter is located, of course, at 1420 Avenue P, between East 14th and East 15th Streets in Midwood. You can visit him online at josephlichterdds.com. All right, now I'm dyslexic, and this is the first time I'm reading this ad, but no excuses. You're not reading it. You're doing it from memory. That's right. See what happens when healthcare gets personal. Village Care Max is a Medicaid-managed long-term plan that helps you or your loved ones stay in their home or in their community, a little bit of both, as long as possible. So wait a second. Instead yes. of going to like a, a nursing home or being out of the home, being in a place that you're not comfortable, you Keep stay you in the home. Right in your but home. How, how am I going to pay for that, Johnny? That seems very expensive. Well, they you're going to have to get in touch with <laughs> Village Care Max to help you answer that question. But they're Medicaid-managed. You get old enough, you get your Medicare, they'll help you out. Medicaid or Medicare? Let me read closely. Did I say Medicaid or Medicare? It is, would you like to take a guess? I have no idea. It's, uh, it's on here somewhere, The right? key is... The point is, It's right. not coming out of your pocket. No, never. It's not coming out of your pocket. And get more information about Village Care Max by calling 1-800-469-6292. Or visit them online at villagecaremax.org. All right. Village Care Max, live the life you want to live. I want to tell you really quick. My dad called me once and he said, Johnny, did you leave a banana in the house? Mm-hmm. Because when I left, there wasn't a banana here. And it made me think I might have to call Village Care Max. Wait a second. He yes. said to you, did you leave a banana in the house? He said, were you home because there's a banana in the house that wasn't here when I left? And it was probably... Oh, okay. You I, see what I'm saying? I thought, he was, at? I thought he, was, he was saying that you stole his banana. No, he was saying somebody came into our house and left a banana here. Was it you? Well, and that's I, what yeah. you know, That's what happens. People, the first thing to happen in a robbery is someone leaves a banana behind. <laughs> they drop it off on the... It's, it's, it's like the, the Zorro... You know, signature. Instead right. of the Z, they just dropped the banana. Well, it made me think I need to the get banana, in touch with Village The care. banana burglars. That's right. They're out there. Wow. That's good. All right. Lauren, what are you working on? What am I working on? Yeah. Tough um, question. Well, I mean, if you want to talk about stories, I think I think a big story is the push for Amazon uh, to come to Brooklyn now, I heard or New York. And that has been very controversial. I heard about this. And I've also heard it's not that controversial. I heard okay, that. What have you heard? I've heard that there are fifty thousand jobs just out there waiting to come someplace. Now, I don't know if those fifty thousand jobs come with the company, or if those fifty thousand jobs are available to people where this new Amazon—it's not even a warehouse. The warehouse is going to be on Staten Island. The hell with that. Who cares? No, this is a fancy headquarters. This is the headquarters, and it's it's one of two headquarters that they'll yeah, have. Yeah, the other one's in Seattle. Okay. So now what happens when an Amazon headquarters shows up in Brooklyn? So as evidenced in Seattle, rents skyrocketed. The price of owning a home skyrocketed. Mom and pop shops pushed out. 
a lot of longtime residents pushed out. They can't mm. afford the area because mm. you have, I mean, this is headquarters. And right. so where, you have where, a lot of high paid workers moving in. Where do they want, where do they want these uh, headquarters to go? In Brooklyn, what's the plan? Uh, Sunset Park or Williamsburg, I think, are the two options on the table. I think the uh, owner of Industry City recently applied for a rezoning uh, just in case to, to get Amazon over A rezoning here. to do what? I guess for more Florida or more uh, building space, so they can. Uh, I think it's eight thousand square feet is the minimum for um, for Amazon headquarters. Eight, I, they, eight million. Yeah, eight thousand is. Eight, I, there's a rule. Million. There's a rule we have here at, at Brooklyn Paper, yeah. Lauren, which you may or may not be it's aware about of. Numbers. Yeah, it's about numbers, and you're not allowed to use. Well, not that you're not allowed to use square footage, but you got to compare it to something. Because if I said to you, we have a hundred thousand square foot office. I have no idea how big that is. I was told, uh, I actually asked the real estate agent how big is that, and he said around the size of Industry City. Around the entire size. Yeah. And Industry City is, what, eight blocks? It's got to be 10, 12 buildings? Do we know? Yeah. That's, I mean, it's a big, and these it's are- It's going to be a huge complex. The buildings at in Industry City are entire city blocks. So if you have eight buildings that take up eight city blocks, let's just say for- sake of argument, right? We're talking about, you know, all of Sunset Park, basically. Basically. <laughs> um, but, <laughs> but the question I have is everyone's saying, no, Amazon's coming, jobs, jobs, jobs. Are you telling me that when they open up this new headquarters, the if. jobs are going to come with it or that they're going to be hiring new people, possibly Brooklynites, to get new jobs, here I think at it's a combination. Okay, but it's been very it's been very unclear. But I do think it's a combination of bringing old people and then also uh, new people as well. No, so what you need to get down, what we get need to get down to, or what we need to figure out is how many jobs, how many people will be moving to Brooklyn when they inevitably move here. I mean, it's, you know, and it would be it wouldn't even be like it would be high paid people as well because this is a corporate headquarters, you know. So it's not People the are warehouse. For nice housing, yeah. It's not the warehouse with all the Amazon stuff in it that you buy online. This is just the people who control this is that. The corporate headquarters. The corporate headquarters. I'd also like to point out this is the corporate headquarters of the Community News Group. It's very true. All right, and I live in a shack on Staten Island. I live in Forest Hills. And where do you live, Lauren? In Williamsburg. Nice, hip nice and apartment. cool. Nice apartment. Pretty happy with it. Is it nice though? Yes. Okay. I hear Williamsburg's pretty cool. Never been. You've never been to but Williamsburg. But I hear it's cool. Really? And, and you and you and, and you want to be my latex salesman. <laughs> yeah. Where do you live? Forest Hills. Oh, okay. Yeah. He's out in mm -hmm. Forest Hills. Okay. So the Forest controversy Hills. is a big business could move into Brooklyn and people think that it will force them out. This is it. This is the the last straw when it comes to gentrification. Is that what you're saying? I think it's definitely a concern. Mm-hmm. And whose concern is it? People who've lived here for a long time. And you've talked to those people? Activist groups. Have you talked to any of those people? I have talked to activist groups. You've talked to activist groups that have mm -hmm. said specifically, go. They have said that they're concerned about affordability and would rather see uh, New York bring in uh, businesses that provide more working class jobs. More working class. So... For people who've lived here for a long time. All right. I have more questions than we have answers at this point with this Amazon thing. Is that correct? I mean, would you, is it fair to say? What are your questions? My questions are, how many jobs are actually, are, are they actually 
bringing with them where the people already have the jobs. Yeah. And then how many jobs and what type of jobs are the new jobs that are going to be available to those same Brooklynites that might be saying, I won't be able to afford to live here. Wait a second. You get a job at Amazon, a high-paying job at Amazon, or a middle-waged paying job at Amazon, all of a sudden you can't afford to live here. Well, I mean, I think it's dangerous to think that. Why? It's dangerous to think that 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 Amazon is just going to come here and hire fifty thousand Brooklynites. Well, I don't, not I'm not saying happen. I'm not saying fifty thousand Brooklynites, but I'm guessing there's going to be some people getting hired from the from the area. Uh, probably, probably kids coming from the tech schools around here, the so-called tech triangle, Dumbo, the Navy. But Amazon isn't Amazon isn't just about technology. I mean, there's a lot. <laughs> I mean, there's a lot more to it. But they have the it. warehouses already. But this isn't warehouse jobs. Now let me ask you guys something. Oh, Johnny's Johnny's getting in here. Do you shop with Amazon? I do. Yes, I do. Chief, you know who doesn't shop on Amazon? Apparently, who? The mayor. Really? Park Slope resident Bill De Blasio claims he's never bought anything from Amazon. Can you believe that? When did he say that? It was in the papers everywhere. Does he shop for himself though? Or is it like a trick thing? Like, I don't buy Amazon, but my personal shopper might. Somebody posted, I believe it was the uh, City Hall editor from the Staten Island Advance, whose name escapes me, tweeted tweeted that uh, Mr. de Blasio, the Honorable Bill de Blasio, the mayor of the great city of New York, and more so the greater city of Brooklyn, uh, does not, I mean, not only is that not true, but she has proof that his campaign bought stuff for uh, through Amazon or something like that, but I don't know if that counts mm. for, for De Blasio per se. De Blasio. The borough president told me he is an Amazon Prime member, and he recently bought a shower door off of Amazon, which I thought was a big move. That's a bold move. Yeah, shower door is not easy to purchase. I've been through. <laughs> How that arrives? No, they're very heavy. If they're if they're glass, they're very heavy. Sometimes they have wheels. Yeah. Very, very hard to install. They're extremely difficult to install. I had to have a professional come and do it in my house. Didn't he cause the traffic on the uh, the George Washington? Is that the Blasio? No. <laughs> that would be Chris Christie. Oh, it'd be Chris Christie. Hey, if you're <laughs> yeah. listening, Chris. He's the he's the governor of New Jersey. People don't forget. You know about New Jersey, John? Yeah, yeah, just over the bridge. It's a which bridge? The uh, the old George Washington bridge. That will take you there. Yeah. Do you know what tunnels take you there? Yeah, you get the uh, you Let's know, see. you take the you take the Midtown Ton that no. gets you to Queens. That gets you to Queens. That yeah. gets you to Queens. You get the Holland. There's a Holland Ton. Ding ding That's ding. Yep. The uh, what's the other one? Come on. Yeah, you got the. Uh, if you got the George Washington Bridge, who would they name the tunnel? Listeners, for? if you want to chime in seven one eight two six zero four five zero two, let us know. If you have what. the George Washington Bridge, who would they name the tunnel for? Oh, it's the Lincoln. Ah, there you go. There you go. See how Chief. I did that for you? I should be on the 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 twenty fourth that the twenty five thousand dollar pyramid. That's right. I phoned a friend. I'm You're very, the guy I'm going to call. I'm very good at this stuff. <laughs> so that was Chris Christie. Okay. Well, so Amazon's coming to Brooklyn. They are not coming to Brooklyn. <laughs> I think this right is in now, stone. Right now. <laughs> Where else could they be going? Who who are the other uh, who? What are the other cities, towns, places that are interested in having Amazon come? Uh, Toronto and Boston. Oh, they can't go and to Toronto. I think, no. I think people were saying that New York is looking very unlikely because uh, we won't subsidize them as much uh, for taxes as much as the other cities are willing to do. Uh, it's all about what you can get 
out of the government? Like what you can get, how you can pick the uh, the taxpayer's pocket. Is that what it comes down to, Lauren? That's what it really seems like. But, I mean, I guess we'll see. Uh, EDC announced yesterday that there were dozens of uh, businesses or developers that have applied for uh, to be presented to Amazon. Wow. So it seems like... It's Amazon mania over here in Brooklyn. It is, It is as the cover of the Brooklyn paper will say tomorrow, prime time Whoa. here in Brooklyn. Prime time. Heard it here first. Yeah. Correct. You'll see that. You didn't see that cover. I did see the cover. You saw prime time? Oh, yeah, you saw it yeah, on the, Oh, yeah, it's, a, it's, it's on brooklynpaper.com. Yeah, yeah you Brooklyn can check it out today. You can check it out right now at brooklynpaper.com. Are you guys Amazon Prime subscribers? I am. Well, if, are, can you just are you just Amazon Prime? Where you, can you just do the videos, or you can? I don't do the videos. You just get Amazon. I just get Amazon, and Prime. they just deliver it to you. Now, what are you going to do when Walmart, all of a sudden? I know. Oh, look at the look on her face, listeners. If you could see the look on Lauren's face when I just mentioned Walmart, and she's from where are you from? Delaware. Delaware. They have WalMarts down there. They do have a Walmart. They do have a Walmart. In, in the town I live in. Yeah? yeah? And you didn't like it, apparently. Um, no. Why not? I don't really want to get into the specifics. The sucking sound? There's, there's a thing called the sucking sound. You heard about that? No. What is it? Uh, it's a long story. But, yeah, just not a really big Walmart fan. I hear, you know, they mistreat their employees. They mistreat Bad labor practices. Too. All right. So, th- of course, this is all speculation. I've seen a few reports. <laughs> Now I heard, I wa- but I heard Walmart. To witness it, I heard Walmart in, in in order to compete with Amazon is going to start offering uh, overnight delivery and all this stuff for free, and you'll just be able to go to Walmart and order your stuff as opposed to going to Amazon. What do you think about that? Wow, that's that's a big move. Yeah, and it would be free. There's no membership. You don't have to pay that. What is Amazon Prime now? One twenty five. A year. Yeah. I think uh, I don't know ninety nine. So you pay one twenty? No, I think it's one twenty five. Oh. I get. I have it too. Okay. Yeah, and I try to get my wife to use the videos because we're paying for it. You mean the the movies that they Amazon put Prime? Out? Yeah, you can go. You Is can go online. Yes, you can with Amazon Prime. You can watch Amazon Prime videos, and they have. Uh, they're going to bring an app to the Apple TV, which they don't have yet. I got the Apple TV. I'm I want to see the one where the Nazis won. You know that one? It's like the world had the Nazis won. Is that an Amazon Netflix? show? No, it's an Amazon show. show, but I didn't know. You know I didn't know Amazon even had shows. Amazon has shows. We're all learning things today. Everybody has wow. shows. It's really good <laughs> stuff. So, but Walmart's going to do it for free. You're not going to have to join. So now, would you, mm-hmm. Lauren Gill, avid Amazon uh, proponent, <laughs> user, 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 yeah, would you would you make the move to Walmart? Uh, no. Even if it was free. No. Even if you get better deals on all the stuff that they're selling. No. You would just keep using Amazon. Yes. You know, you're paying to shop. At Amazon. Yeah. Yeah, I know. Yeah. Pay to get in. Just like I pay to shop at Costco. But, you know, if you I always find that that's amazing. I pay to shop at Costco. You get stuff in bulk, though. I get a lot of stuff, and I pay to shop there. And how well, much is a Costco membership? Well, it depends on if you have the executive membership. Do you use the community news group? No, I don't use the community. Does the community news group have a, uh, a special membership at Costco where I can get it cheaper? I don't know. I thought well, I have the, on that. I have the big, I have the, the membership where you get more money back at the end of the year. Okay. So ultimately, I get more money back than I put in, but I only get the more money back because I'm the executive. So I lay out, so I'm still laying out like 100 or 125, and then mm-hmm. I have to, uh, I, you know, at the end of the year, I get my money back because I'll, I'll probably get back like 150 or something like that, whatever nice. the percentage is. 
in savings. No, they give you a check, and you uh, have to. But it's a check that can only be cashed at Costco, mm-hmm. and you got to go to Costco. And then you got to wait online, right? Because you can't even go to like the customer service desk to mm. get it taken care of. You have to wait in the in the uh, checkout counter, and which of course you make sure you go buy something. They still got the cookies at Costco when I was the a big kid. Chip the cookies? big chocolate chip oh, yeah, cookies, right. fantastic, They're amazing. They are fantastic. That's a good cookie. We're going to agree on that. Yeah, one. yeah. All yeah. right, we're on the same page. My mom always used to shop at Sam's Club. Sam's Club is the same thing. You pay to shop. Yeah. Sam's Club is owned by Walmart. Yeah, Whoa. I know. That's Sam Sam Wall. Oh. I know. What was his last name? Walton. Walton? I don't know. <laughs> Wahlberg. Walton. Another one. You have a laptop right there. <laughs> Good night, John Boy. All right. We gotta get out. We gotta do a, a great we, we gotta know. we gotta do another commercial. We gotta get out. Lauren, I wanna thank you for joining us thank in you. our yes, morning thanks, papers guys. segment. Can you do that? You want the morning papers? Yeah, look at J- Johnny's right on it on the board. There it is. Thank you, Lauren. You've done See it again. Ya. Go do good work. That was Lauren Gill, everyone. The Lauren Gill. The Lauren Gill. All right, let's do a commercial, and we'll wrap it up. All right, this was fun. I hope so. I didn't even do my uh, my impressions, you know? Another time. You want me to set this one off? Why don't you, why don't you start it? All right. We're going to answer that question about Medicaid Medicare here real quick. I sure hope so. So see what happens when healthcare gets personal. Village Care Max, a Medicaid-managed long-term plan, helps you continue to stay at home and in your community for as long as possible. Village Care Max consists of a team of healthcare professionals that will work with your doctor, helping you set up health appointments, organizing your medical care, and monitor your medications. As a member, your care manager will visit your home to guide you and your family towards the best healthcare options available. Working together, your your healthcare team. Am I boring you here? Point is, Village Care Max is the place for you. You want to stay at your home. Don't go out. 718, no, 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 800 469 6292. That's 1 800 469 6292. Nine two, or visit them online at villagecaremax.org. Village Care Max, live the life you want to live. Do you know how much you paid Johnny last time you went to the dentist? Years ago, and no, no, it's like eight hundred bucks, probably, probably lot. lots and lots of money, and that's why you have to go and visit Doctor Joseph Flitter because I'm looking at your teeth; they're all messed up. No, I'm just thinking you need the Zoom teeth whitening procedure. Get a little teeth whitening. It brightens your smile. It gives you the smile that you deserve. And only Dr. Joseph Lichter does it at incredibly low prices. Dr. Joseph Lichter's Zoom Teeth Whitening only goes for $395. Shop around. Get the best prices you can find. Come to Dr. Lichter. He's going to beat them. Dr. Joseph Lichter's Porcelain Veneers usually go for $1,000 or more. Not at Lichter. No. No. Lichter does it right for $675. So listen. Head over to Dr. Lichter's office today. Or first, make a phone call. There you go. Make an appointment. You know, because as much as Dr. Lichter loves you, he wants to know who's showing up that day. Pop-ins, not welcome. 718-339-7878. You can set up an appointment that will make you smile. It's 718-339-7878. Dr. Lichter is located at 1420 Avenue P. That's between East 14th and East 15th Streets of Midwood. You can visit him online at Joseph Lichter, a DDS. Live the life and have the teeth you want to have. You got to have all that stuff. Listen, it's been a decent show. Yeah. I think it's okay. 
It's the first one for you and me here. I yeah. Feel, we'll I feel see. like I'm your bald wannabe partner. Is that what it is? It's getting there. That's where it's going? It's where we're trying to go. Well, we'll see what happens. You know, other people are interested in the job, Johnny. I got to fight them off. You're not the only one. I got to fight them off. You know, Susan Weiss, our family. Uh, I do. NYParenting.com. She could hold down the show with you. Yeah, no, we would have lots of conversations about family. It's important. Yeah. And then uh, I think my wife, Lisa Curtis, she's interested. Oh, bring her on. She sure. Come in. We could do like a guest host we thing. We could talk about family. Yeah. We should just mix it up, have different people in here every week. That's sometimes what they do. And they told me Frank is interested. Frank the Tank down the hall? Frank. Frank the Tank. Frank. Yeah, I know Frank. Frank's interested. Frank's interested. I'm going to fight Frank off for this. this. Frank is very interested, and apparently he knows how to work a board. Then you put me in the in the Gersh chair. You put Frank in the Johnny chair. All right, well, we'll see what we can do. Why don't you play some music? You want to play us out here? What do we got next week? Anything good? <laughs> All we proved this week is that I can come in here and do a show with very little preparation. That's right. We did a nice job of that. I hope so. Well, play us out. We will see you next week on Brooklyn Paper Radio. Radio. Radio.